getting the best out of LinkedIn. This is the Learning Podcast with Ennio Sung. Welcome to this episode of the Learning with me, Ennio at Global.media. Many small businesses and startups miss the point better than marketing. They just bootstrap business growth and do DIY marketing based on advice from experts. You find many of these experts on LinkedIn and other online platforms. It's crazy that people really believe that you can read a few blogs, follow an expert or two on LinkedIn, watch a video or two on YouTube, and copy best practice guide by an expert to get customers come flooded in to buy. Today's episode of Learning tells you the bad news. Copying expert advice never works for very good and logical reasons. And we're also gullible to keep believing experts that many people just fail. So in this episode, I'm going to tell you the truth about experts, why you can't copy anyone's marketing campaign and expect to build a sustainable business. I will also tell you how to use expert advice to get more customers. Look, I'm not here to bash experts per se, but I see many people making the same mistake in the marketing when they get expert advice, whether that's on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or whatever, after reading some 10 steps to do X, Y, Z. And I'm just keen on people understand that following best practice Marketing guides or expert advice and pronouncements doesn't work. There is a way that you can learn to develop your marketing campaigns that will work for your business, however. So for a rough plan, I'm going to look at what so-called experts are why and why we trust them. Within that, I'll look at our view of experts in business and marketing and why we can't take what they say literally. I'll cover some of the pitfalls that many people fall down into today. I'll finish with how you can use expert advice in your marketing to actually sell more. So let's jump straight in and look at what makes an expert. Wikipedia tells us that an expert is someone who has a broad and deep understanding and competence in terms of knowledge, skills, and experience through practice and education in a particular field. This definition emphasizes that the person knows a lot about or is especially skillful in a particular area because they have plenty of experience and education in that thing. The reality today is that many people claim to be experts in marketing methods, even though they may not have any of these qualities. The LinkedIn and the internet is for people who want us to believe that they're experts because they can tell us how to get marketing results and make lots of money. You see that they're called coach, author, speaker, trainer, strategist, expert, or even influencer. There's no shortage of these gods of marketing will give you the expert advice, usually as long as you pay them for their preachings. Can you trust experts? Scientists have identified three main factors that we use to judge the trustworthiness of someone that we may see as an expert. So the first thing we look for is what we call a level of expertise. In other words, we're trying to judge whether they can do what we want to do and how they can help us to achieve our goal. That may be worth now whether we're trying to work out how to get the customers on LinkedIn, how to design LinkedIn ads, how to get more customers from LinkedIn groups, for example. So the second thing we look for to judge an expert is whether we believe that they're acting with integrity. That is, whether we believe that they've been honest and open in what they tell us. And finally, how much benevolence we believe fuels their advice. In other words, do we believe that they share an act of concern and care for society? I can simplify this criteria for experts by saying that we trust experts, and I'm using the commas experts there, that we believe know what they're talking about, 
know about the market scene for our business, have good intentions, have decent values, and who give impartial and complete advice that you can follow. Here's the bad news, people. Those are the experts that we trust can't pass any of these trust factors. The internet skewed our brains so that anyone, literally any Tom, Dick or Harry, tries to pass themselves off as an expert these days. I remember a potential client saying to me recently that everyone on social media is lying. So he didn't want to be on social media for his business. You know what? Why well, can I argue that not everyone has been dishonest on social media? You and I know of kids and wannabes who are trying to pass themselves off as experts these days. Okay, so I'm old enough to see anyone who's under 25 as a kid. This is hard to accept that anyone at that age has seen it all and done it all. I employ people older than 25 who are as good as clueless. Now, these people are no more than chocolate teapot in terms of knowledge and experience. I have kids in their 30s who I will trust all my business as far as I can throw them. But I remember being that age, and although I learned some things, I was quite good at a few. No one ever called me an expert in anything, and rightly so. Warning, my first dig at Clubhouse today. You only have to join a room on the audio app Clubhouse to find out that everyone on there is spousing something about this or that and claiming to, to be an expert, a coach, a strategist, an MBA, something or other sort of criteria that makes them knowledgeable, experienced and able to give advice. They hook you in with the OG British about wanting to give value by dropping ice gems, truth bombs, golden nuggets, and just baloney like that. The fact is that the internet has given people a platform to make exaggerated claims about who they are, what they know, and what they've achieved, or who did behind a profile picture. So with the internet, we're prone to make overly positive assumptions about people's expertise in their field these days. And people who can talk the talk, create attractive content, or write moderately well, sadly get our attention. And usually our time, trust, and money too. I don't believe the internet gave birth to these false gods because there have always been snake oil salespeople since the beginning of time. What the internet has done to give these people a greater reach, often into our offices, homes, pockets, and then into our heads, number one. The second thing the internet has done to fuel the problem is that it's so easy to con us because these people with an opinion can easily have cheerleaders who sing the genius of a person just because they have an opinion. You know what they say about opinions, don't you? It's, it's like households, everyone's got one. So whether you look on social media or read reviews, see fake recommendations on LinkedIn, or listen to a presenter's room on Clubhouse, you find people who swear by how great someone is at marketing and how they've grown their business based on the expert's advice. I spend a lot of time listening to the rooms on Clubhouse lately. And here's what happens. So people on there peddle so much junk and commit all of the scenes of the or the snake oil salesman, where the amazing room host invariably is an esteemed coach. And he has other people on stage and moderate and the moderating team singing the coach's greatness. That's followed by speakers telling you how coach has changed their lives and why you should sign up now if you want more customers. Of course, coach is not shy about telling you how successful and esteemed each member of the fan club is either. But if you listen long enough, you soon find out that said coach is probably paying all of the fan club or they're his or her wannabe students who want us to believe that they too are successful experts in what they do. They all work so hard to create an illusion of each other's greatness and expertise that a gullible listener feels convinced to follow them and then sign up for the free guide or white paper or advice sessions to achieve unbelievable results. 
Their vendor interest is why they're so enthusiastic in telling us about this all-knowing expert that will give your life and your business total transformation when you buy their program. So I will forgive you for thinking I'm bashing Clubhouse unfairly, but I kid you not, it's a strange place. I call it a wild west, really. And as I was writing this episode, a room flashed up on my screen titled Clubhouse Qualifies the Unqualified. That is so true. This was straight after I listened to a lot of people blow hot air in the discussion about how so many people on there pretend to have qualifications and expertise, when in fact they just don't. My friend Dan warned me a month ago about Clubhouse, but now I accept that is the biggest temple of false gods and even social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even LinkedIn. You see the same tricks every day on YouTube ads that offer marketing coaching if you sign up for the free expert coaching program or guide right now. Of course, in the ad, they give you a tiny bit of what looks like sensible marketing ideas, and then they show you the lavish lifestyles that you must have their advice to get rich as well. You may be surprised to believe that most of these people are just peddling expert guidance that's flimsy at best. Often, it's all just a lie. They never achieve the results they claim. Some have never even used marketing methods they're peddling. Don't believe that there are no charlatans on LinkedIn either, because there are many fake experts on LinkedIn too. If you take the time to scroll through your LinkedIn feed, you find people on there who claim to be experts that want to give you marketing advice or sell you their coaching services. Many want you to download their white paper or guide to start. Of course, it's free. Once you download the guide, then you're into the funnel. You also find many pretenders who want to connect with you and send you connection request messages before bombarding you with sales messages. The real marketing experts tend to have more refined strategies to connect and engage with people who, without sending numerous annoying sales messages, inviting you to take part in surveys or download the free guide. So I'm not blaming the experts really, because they just want to make a living of people's vulnerabilities. The fact is, whatever our field of work, no one wants to see someone who shows fear. We all know that showing uncertainty or coming across to someone who doesn't know can damage your reputation. And many people may overcompensate by expressing overconfidence to win your trust. So I say good luck if you can get people to pay you for expertise that you actually don't have. So there's a bigger problem with copying expert advice in marketing than charlatans. Let me explain. So am I an expert? To some I am because I meet all the criteria for experts. I've been doing marketing for years now and got lots of prospects my clients across many business sectors. I've learned a lot about what works and what doesn't work through courses, books, and by doing marketing. And I share my, my knowledge and experience with you because I want to help you get better results from your marketing. I am as benevolent as they come, and I do say so myself. Yeah, however, if you listen to me long enough on this podcast, then you know that I deliberately avoid being too prescriptive in what I tell you about marketing methods. My aim is to make you think first and foremost, and then give you some insights that can help you implement a marketing campaign, whether it's on LinkedIn, on Facebook, or other marketing platform. So it's a relief to find out that some of the listeners may actually like my more laid back, non-prescriptive approach to sharing advice and insights more. It turns out some people are more likely to choose an expert who provides uncertain advice in the sense that we tend to give a range of outcomes and probabilities. And we're saying that one thing is more likely than another if you do X, Y, Z. I mean, some find that better than an advisor who gives concrete advice with no doubts. 
So everyone that seems that advisors are giving you sensible advice that's not overly prescriptive, will still have to come across as confident. And that confidence doesn't have to come from communicating false certainty. So there are five clear reasons why you can't rely on an expert's advice to design and implement and manage your marketing campaigns. Let me try and go through them very quickly. The first problem with listening to the experts is that your marketing campaign is truly unique. You can't compare any two marketing campaigns to yours. So you can't just replicate what someone else has done. I can tell you that no two campaigns that we run here at global.media are exactly the same. I know as a marketer that you can run two campaigns for similar clients in the same way and get two different results where one will work and the other will fail or work less well. The marketing campaign that will work that will work for your business depends on your unique target market, your unique circumstances, and that moment in time. Also, have you noticed that experts, marketing guides, books, and white papers are really based on experts who smashed the boy out of the park in the campaign for a local plumber, a solo financial advisor, or another small business that's similar to yours or mine? Never. Nearly all the marketing guides and expert advice you see tell you about marketing campaigns for big businesses, the Instagram campaign for a fashion house, the YouTube ads guide for, for Amazon, the LinkedIn ads campaign for Salesforce, how to build followers for your LinkedIn company page for Bank of America, and so on. So experts talk about campaigns that are a world away from small businesses like yours and mine in so many ways that it's just, there's nothing even related about what we do. We differ amazingly from the big companies in terms of marketing budgets, the expertise they can call on the in-house in terms of marketing, in terms of design and messaging. And also the target audience is very different, as is the brand awareness and the trust in the brand. You'd be foolish to believe that the marketing campaign that worked for those big companies also work for your business. Most likely it won't. The second big reason why marketing by expert advice doesn't work is because there's more to marketing than meets the eye. Even if you're a flyer in the war observing the marketing genius at work, there's so many things that you won't get because so much of what someone's expertise is, is in their head. You know, no one can extract all that information and knowledge in an amount of time. Not on a podcast, not on a blog, not on a guide, not, not on a LinkedIn article, and not even on a YouTube video, however long those content are. A simple example to explain what my point here is the speed limits that people drive at in Cornwall, where I live. See, tourists will come to Cornwall on a holiday and insist on driving at 40 miles an hour. And they drive us locals in Cornwall mad because all they do is slow down the traffic, and stick out like the tourists they are. Most locals know that 50 is minimum you can drive if you don't see any speed signs. See, we know that you can go a bit faster on dual carriageways at around 60 or 70, go even faster than that if you know where police park and where the speed cameras are. It will take a lifetime to explain all of the intelligences that we have about something as simple as speed limits to someone who's not actually had the experience of actually going through and doing driving in Cornwall. It's the same with marketing. I can't explain all of the things, all of the nuances that I consider in the marketing campaign. So believe it or not, marketing is complicated. There's nothing in marketing that takes 10 steps over a book or a training program. Well, one of my favorite clients, David Cliff Agedankin says, we love to live in a world of reductionism where everything is simplified. But the truth is in marketing and technology, we're dealing with complex topics 
that you can't reduce to simple steps when there are hundreds of experts telling you a thousand different things that will work. The point here is no one shares everything they know because it'll take too long and probably put them out of business. Almost every expert has a vested interest in you buying their service. So they'll tell you enough for you to come back and say, please help me after you fail. The problem that you're going to have is that even when you employ those experts, because they're just talkers, many of them will fail in your marketing campaign anyway. There are some things that we can't explain. They just come from experience, intuition, perspective, subjective things, and then times of day, for example. Now, in short, this is my favorite quote of this whole episode. We make decisions based on deliberation and consideration that we apply through iteration. In other words, we apply what we've learned over a long time that you would never know unless you are in my head. The fourth point about marketing campaigns and trying to copy someone else's campaign is simply the fact that there was an expert marketing campaign was aimed at a target market in a specific moment in time. What was trending at the time could have helped their results or killed their results. If, for example, our clients who sell more when their products and services are on TV, in the news or in adverts, like life insurance providers, most skincare providers who sell more when their TV is full of adverts about their retinol or hyaluronic acid products. That's why our clients whose marketing campaigns have been destroyed by socioeconomic factors that have affected the, mar- the target market in ways that we didn't expect or imagine. I had to stop working with a client who was trying to sell their reputation management service to healthcare providers in South Africa during the height of COVID, for example. No one was responding at all because they were in lockdown and they had other worries beyond their business and getting their reviews. It was the same thing with the immigration service that we were working with in Uganda. The leads for passport applications dried up because Europe closed its borders to all the immigrants. So your campaign must work for your target market right now. So what worked for the expert wouldn't necessarily work for you in your campaign. So the final issue with working with expert advice in your marketing is that the intangibles do matter in marketing. In other words, the tangible things, the things you can't see or measure, make a big difference in your results. Things like brand awareness, trust, reputation, most history, you know, they could all affect your results in ways that you can never replicate. So we know that people are far more likely to follow and buy from well-known brands that they know, and they're more willing to take a risk with buying from those that they think they might have more trust in than from buying from a small business. See, of course, there are exceptions. You know, there are reasons why big brands make more money, sell more, and get better marketing results. We can't just replicate what they do to get the same results for our business. So how can you use what experts say in marketing? Perhaps the best way to look at expert advice is to remind you of in my or your uni days. I remember when I got to uni, it was clear straight away that uni was going to be different to my school days, where you were told things you had to learn and then to regurgitate them in tests and exams. In university, who told you exactly what to do and how? No one did. The successful students at university learned to learn. They learned which questions to ask and how to find their answers. They learned to analyse information and make a coherent argument about most topics. That's exactly how you should look at marketing with expert advice. You have to work out which part of the expert's advice to try and which part to ignore completely. 
The question for you is, how do you analyze the information that you get from experts? How do you make sense of the deluge of expert advice in your marketing? So beyond that, I will say that accept that there's no one way to do anything in marketing. Many different paths lead to the same goal. Let me use a learning podcast as an example of my point here. The experts tell me that I should be livelier, probably 100 times more lively, like an American, getting listeners to like my podcast. See, I know that if I follow those expert advice, I'll sound like me on steroids or worse, me on speed. Amphetamines, I mean, yeah. It just wouldn't suit me, and it would just plain wrong for a slightly introverted, reserved, maybe antisocial UK marketer based in Cornwall to be shouting at you from this side of the mic. You have to do what works for you and what's authentic for you and your business. So within that, I say explore several paths. You know, get insights from several experts so that you can begin to form a rounded view of the marketing you're trying to learn to do. That's in a way you're going to avoid being stuck with something that doesn't work for you. Within that, again, I would say avoid running off down the DIY mountain road on the basis of a YouTube video or a couple of five or 10 steps to post or articles on LinkedIn. Genuinely aim to learn the advice, the expert advice of your situation. Now, if you never talk to an expert, take the chance. That way you can drill down to the, you know, into the insights. Now you can ask them questions and probably more about this or that rather than just taking what you read on face value. I dare say most experts would make time for anyone who's human like you or I. But you can get, if you can get access to them, then take your chance. If you can get to them and they have to talk to you without you having to pay them, then I say, you know, is that worth looking at? Look, start to use a learning, I guess, whilst knowing that essentially you're experimenting your newly acquired knowledge. And after all, every expert was in the same position as you are in today when it comes to marketing. You know, they're just things that we just didn't know and we learned from other people and then over time we refined what we know. Be prepared to learn as you go, knowing that you probably lose at the beginning, that you'll fail, you know, your results were disastrous, you know, and you probably lose lots of money, time and suffer disappointment and stress, at least at the beginning. But that's okay. The fact is... The only way you can go from there is to get better at doing what you do. Get better at the marketing methods. And if you learn to improve what you do progressively over time, you can definitely win big and you will learn how that marketing method works for your business. How it works for your unique target audience, how it works for your services and how it works for you. Look, there's, there's definitely a place for learning from marketers who've been there, seen it and done it. However, as I've explained, you can't take many experts on LinkedIn, on Clubhouse, or on YouTube as gods that you should follow hook, line, and sinker. It is on you to build a library of knowledge from a range of sources to learn how to do any type of marketing. With knowledge and learning and by adapting what experts say to your unique situation, you'll be on the road to making your campaign work better, whether that's on LinkedIn or any other platform. That's all for today. Like I always say, happy marketing. You've been listening to me, any at global.media on today's learning. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode of the podcast. Please give us a like if you have benefited in any way. Please don't forget to hit the notification or subscribe button also. That way you'll be the first to know when the next episode drops in a couple of weeks. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Learning Podcast. 
Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast to stay ahead of your competition on LinkedIn and head to global.media.com to find out more.